Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I hope you had a great weekend. And if you did celebrate the Jewish holiday Yom Kippur on Monday, uh, hopefully you had an easy fast and spent some time with some family. Uh, Hopefully you had some time to listen to my interview with Laura Rupsis. She is a primal health coach, also handles emissions over at the Primal Health Coach Institute, and is a podcast host of Health Coach Radio, which I will be on in a few weeks. Looking forward to that. So in the interview, we touched on her work rest formula, the importance of habitual eating. I liked when she talked about that and the ancestral dietary approach. So definitely check out my interview, episode 290 with Laura Rupsis, if you haven't already. Now, on today's micro podcast, we are going to touch on protein, you know, protein timing and how much is sort of sufficient. You know, one of the things as we age, it's something that we sort of have to keep an eye on because especially if we are active and exercising, um, there's studies showing that as we get older, we actually have to aim for more protein because we sort of get a muted response um, of muscle protein synthesis um, once you get past the age of, you know, like 60 and beyond. So um, if you are resistance training, you should have more protein. Uh, you're probably under consuming it. Instead of having celery sticks and carrots, you should be having eggs and beef and tuna and fish. If for some reason, you know, you are a vegetarian, that's fine as well, if that's a choice of yours, but you might want to think about supplementing um, with protein and potentially creatine. Uh, creatine is one of those things I've talked about it in other in another micro podcast, so I'm not going to go into it today, but it's most one of the most highly studied supplements out there. And it's a great, widely used ergogenic aid around exercise. Um, so if you're not eating red meat, um, cause creatine is mainly found in red meat, then you should think about supplementation with creatine as well. Um, but anyways, that's just a tangent, um, as far as protein thresholds and targets, you know, I think one of the things that I found that I struggled with a little bit was getting enough protein in when I was doing one meal or two meals a day. Um, and there's some studies around the fact that you want to sort of have this balanced distribution of protein intake throughout the day in order to maximize your daily muscle protein synthesis rates. Um, so I've talked about this with Dr. Don Lehman. If you haven't checked out that interview, uh, check it out. He's sort of the, the godfather of protein and, um, you know, this balanced distribution of daily protein intake over like three main meals. Um, has been shown to result in a higher 24-hour what's called muscle protein synthesis rates when compared to an unbalanced distribution in which protein is consumed only at one meal. So I think that if you are doing a lot of decent, you know, if you're doing some fasting and you're having maybe just one meal a day, perhaps you should start thinking about maybe just adding in one or two other times where you can consume some protein. I mean, you don't have to necessarily sit down and have a huge meal, 
but maybe that might be time to um, add in a you know just a, a protein shake, um, perhaps in the morning to start the day. Um, you know, fasting obviously can have plenty of benefits. It can sort of give you boundaries around your day, you know, um, and help with you know gut issues and things like that. But if you are exercising, you may not be sufficiently optimizing what's called muscle protein synthesis. <laughs> so keep that in mind. It's something that I sort of have taken to heart just from all of my interviews with different experts in my own research. So uh, I just found, I think first and foremost, perhaps maybe you should just track and see how much protein you're consuming um, on a daily basis. Once you know you, your baseline, then what I would say is you know, obviously, if you are um, younger, I definitely think that, and you're very physically active, I think that fasting probably, you don't need to do much of it. And you should be really focusing on getting enough nutrients in and protein. And as we get older, I agree sort of the same way, because the last, the main thing we want to avoid when as we get older is sarcopenia. And so I don't think we need to do a lot of fasting as we get older. Um, we can use it time to time. Um, but I would say you got you should be aiming for about 0.8 grams per pound of total body weight per day to preserve preserve or build muscle. Um, and Menno Henselman, who I've had on my podcast before, uh, he touched on he touches on this, and I think that you'll hear one gram per pound or body weight. I think I don't think you can go wrong with that. It's very difficult to overconsume protein because it's so highly satiating. Um, you never really see people like overdoing it on steak. I mean, you, maybe, maybe you can, but most people you get full pretty fast, at least for myself. Um, so I think you want to have a few things in mind here. Let's aim for 0.8 to one gram right in that. I think it's a good baseline to start to optimize because the RDA will tell you a lot less and we don't want to follow what they're saying. They're almost just saying it just for like survival, <laughs> right? So we want to aim for 0.8 to 1 gram per pound of total body weight per day to preserve or even build muscle. Um, and older adults um, are technically like antibiotically resistant, and they might require even higher protein throughout the day. So even if you go a little bit beyond that, I wouldn't get so concerned, um, uh, mainly just due <clears throat> to this muting effect that can happen as we get older. And so we want to make sure that if we're resistance training, that we don't get into what's called a catabolic state and we're over fasting um, and just restricting calories and things like that. Um, because there's definitely plenty of studies showing that you can still build muscle 60 plus year old males and females. So it's never really too late. Um, so that's what I want to touch on today is that if you are resistance training, make sure that you're having enough protein um, and not just coming home and having an avocado and celery sticks and maybe quinoa. Um, quinoa does have some protein, but you should be really aiming for having you know, eggs, ground beef, grass-fed beef if, if you can get it, um, maybe some fish from time to time. And as you're older, you know, definitely keeping an eye on it because it is a bit, you know, you're, that consuming protein as you get older um, is something that's really beneficial and something that should be, you know, if anything, tracked as, you know, a, on a daily basis 
uh, at least for a few weeks, just to get an idea where you're at um, and then set goals from there. But like I said, I think the main goal is 0.8 to one gram per pound of body weight um, to you know have sufficient results. So that's all I want to touch on today. Um, also too, I'll leave some studies that I, I sort of drew some of these conclusions from. And if you are only just having one meal per day, perhaps you should think about having a little bit more of a balanced redistribution of that daily protein intake throughout the day to help with muscle protein synthesis as well. So anyways, hope you have a great rest of the week. I'll talk to you on Friday. And if you have any questions regarding this, you can email me, brian at briangrin.com. Have a great rest of the day, and I will talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.